Hey, 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 welcome to Mink Life Motivation Live. My name is Monica Henderson, and I am going to be the moderator today for today's show. And I have a question for you. Are you having a hard time getting amped to sell? I know a lot of us do. Well, today's show is all about that. Let's get started. excited to be back for my second show in a row. Uh, today, I am joined by Marilyn and Arlen, and we're going to get into all the amazing topics. But don't forget that you are an important part of this conversation. So if you want to jump in, chime in, leave your questions, comments, and root remarks in the chat, and we will add them right here on the bottom of the screen, just like this, uh, so that you can join the conversation. So let's dive in to the show today uh, and get started with our very first question to my co-host and special guest. Uh, why are you passionate about helping people with sales using your zone of genius. And we're going to start with Marilyn. Marilyn, why are you passionate about this? <laughs> well, you know, I used to say I am not a good salesperson. I'm not a good car salesperson. I'm not the hypey kind of salesperson. But I have been selling probably since I could talk because I my husband even says, skip the sales pitch. Just tell me what you want me to do. <laughs> But, you know, you think about it. Seriously, whenever you're talking to anybody, your family, whatever, you are, uh, there's always some element of you're trying to get them to do something. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, that's sales. But the thing I liked, I've always been successful as more of a customer service salesperson. So I like to help people. I like to serve people. And so being able to do things for them, help them do their job better by giving them information uh, and sharing information uh, has really, I've been successful and I've been selling in all kinds of uh, arenas all my life. Yes. Yeah. Marilyn is, uh, is, yeah, she can sell you almost anything <laughs> because she's so passionate about uh, helping you and the tools that she has to help you. Uh, Arlen, what about you? Like, uh, why are you passionate about helping people uh, with sales using your zone of genius? Yeah, no, that that's an awesome question because when you realize that sales is a natural ability just because you know and trust someone, building that kind of rapport has always been important to me and that when I uh, come across somebody or something and they are asking for suggestions or referrals and I give them those things and they actually accept, you realize that you're micro selling constantly. And when they've done that, you should chop that up, uh, chalk that up as a win because you don't realize how successful you are. Every time I go out with the missus and she goes, where do you want to go to dinner? And I said, well, I think thought today sounds awesome. And she goes, well, no, I don't know about but they have Chinese there too, right? And she goes, oh yeah, they sure do. So I get to go where I want to go. And <laughs> no, to me, again, it's just a matter of uh, helping people get what they want and being real and genuine about it. Nothing makes me crazier than being sold, you know, but uh, being suggested, being suggested works all day long. Yep. I a hundred percent agree. I always, um, every now and then I'll get someone 
who will come through and, and land in my Zoom for us to have a one-to-one -one connection. And they go right into sales mode and instantly my soul starts to leave my body a little bit and I have to like catch it like the shadow from Peter Pan and tack it right to the bottom of my foot because I'm like, I no, this is not what I want to be doing with my time. Uh, so yeah, that that like car salesy kind of pushy sales that Marilyn was talking about. Uh, no one, no, I don't think anybody enjoys that. Like, I don't know. I don't know anybody who enjoys that. Um, it's, it's, it's not warranted. It's not necessary. Um, but what I do love is when you're having a conversation with someone and they're passionate about this new thing that they just got or they just found or that was awesome to them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I just found this one thing and it's so much fun. And this is what I liked about it. And this is what I liked about it. And this is what I liked about it. And then you're kind of like, hey, well, I want to check that out. That sounds cool. You get a little FOMO. Like, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Those kinds of salespeople are, are exactly what I love. And, and we all, you're right. We all do it. We sell each other all the time. We sell uh, the new lipstick uh, that we just got. It was like, oh, doesn't this color look great on me? I think it'll look good on you too. You should try it, right? We sell almost everything, but we don't get commission for it. <laughs> and so I love helping people uh, especially in the co-working space when we're sitting down and they have to get serious about their business, right? I got to get serious about sales this week. Uh, and we start talking about those conversations about like, well, really, you're not selling anything, right? You're selling one conversation to another. And that's that's all it is. Can Can we have a chat? Once we have the chat, well, what do you need? How can I support you? How can I help you? How can I give? And then from there, it's like, oh, well, I have a product or someone else I know has a product. So the sales process can be as simple as that. And I love kind of like breaking it down to people, letting them know that you don't have to have some cheesy one-liner in order to get people to buy things. You just have to show up and be authentic uh, and be in your own zone of genius. Like what you love and you're passionate about, you will sell um, all day, every day on accident. They'll just land in your space, but you got to love what you're doing. So uh, lovely getting to know both of you. We're going to dive into the topic of today, which is bum, 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 sales, right? <laughs> if you hadn't figured it out yet. Uh, and so why is understanding the sales process important for entrepreneurs to thrive in life and in business? And I'm going to come to you, Arlen, first uh, this time. So like, why is understanding that sales process so important? Well, obviously, you need to get to yes and to get the check. So to understand that process and what comes next, you're not just going to do a great pitch and then not ask them to close the deal. You know, regardless of where they're at in the sales cycle, you need to gauge those kind of things. So to me, understanding the sales cycle in and of itself um, gives you some clarity of what comes next. But again, in a relationship marketing type situation, you're always going to be gauging, are they buying what you're putting out there? You know, they may want to change subjects altogether. Obviously, they're probably not a good fit for them. But um, yeah, just understanding that whole sales cycle, um, again, without being um, scripted. You know, that drives me crazy when somebody's obviously reading off a script. Uh -huh. and they're hoping <laughs> to say, yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's great. You know, I, I, being, I love to get a salesperson on the phone with a salesperson because mm -hmm. there's so much fun to mess with, really. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. And you just, I mean, I feel bad at the very end. I usually end up buying just because I pity them. But uh, anyway, no, you have to understand the process. Uh, the, there's always a start, a middle, and a finish. And it just depends on how you get there. Some guys, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person when the opportunity and the product are exactly what they need and want. So, you know, why try and be perfect? Just put it out there and see how they react. Yeah, I love that. You can't say the wrong thing to the right person. That is, that takes some relief off of that, right? Like, it's like, if this didn't land for you, it's not the right time. It's not the right product. It's not right for you. I love that. Marilyn, you want to chime in on why is understanding the uh, sales process important for professionals to thrive in life and in business? I think it's real important to, um, you know, create your sales process and be comfortable with it. So if you know it and you make it a habit, then you then it's natural. It flows naturally. And I look at it as it's the, the sales to the next step. It's not I meet somebody and the sale is to the closure or, you know, selling something or getting a commitment for something, you know, it's, I meet somebody and it, the, you know, I'm selling to the next step of a meeting or something to get to know them, understand them, understand what their problems are. So uh, the sale is to get the next appointment and that's a win. And that gives you confidence if you got the next appointment and then to know what the next step is, you know, to understand, um, you know, okay, from that appointment, what, is, what am I going for? You know, you could go for a close if things are right. You know, if you listen to a customer or a client and ask enough of questions that as Monica says, they'll tell you what they want. You just have to be listening. And then if you find that in that conversation, uh, yeah, then you can offer a solution and uh, go for a yes or no. Uh, you have to realize people buy from people they like. People buy from people who care about them, not about the sale. So I, I have no problem getting no's because I know the more no's I get, I know there's a yes around the corner. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, from my perspective, I feel like sales is a lot like dating. Um, a lot like dating, right? And there are some people who are just trying to get laid on the first, <laughs> like, I met you. Hi, here's my name. Let's let's get in bed, right? And you're like, whoa, buddy, like warm me up a little bit first, right? Like there's there's there are those people, and some people are into that. They're like, they want to be sold right away. Like that's their that's their like their 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 gig and they're excited. But I know most people, when they have that experience, there's the remorse afterwards, right? There's the walk of shame after like, oh, man, I bought that. I shouldn't have bought that. It like, oh, I don't know. And, you know, uh, and all of that. And so um, then you have people who like take too long to warm you up to a sale, right? So they're like talking to you forever and ever and ever. And it's kind of like being in that relationship where you want to get married, but this person is dragging their feet to, to get to the altar. And you're like, just propose already, right? Like there's there's that. And then, so if you think about your, your sales process, you can think it as like a, a very nicely paced, like march to the altar, right? Like you, you go, you get to know them, you take a couple of, you know, a, a little bit of time to get to know them and what they like and who they are. And if they're right for you, because in that sales process, sometimes you can weed out people who are not right for your product, because in the long run, if they're not right for your product, 
they're going to give you a bad review, which is not helpful for the brand at all, right? Um, so you want your customer to be right for your product uh, and the product to be right for your customer, right? So in that dating process and having that conversation and like getting to know each other and then being fun and light and airy, uh, no commitments, we're just in here trying to see how, how it works. Uh, that part is the perfect opportunity for you to decide wait a minute, there's something here or like, oh no, we should just be friends, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then once you have decided either to friend zone them or continue to date because there's something here, then you get serious in this dating. You start talking about like how it's going to work for them and what the benefits are for them to be in, in this and kind of getting from them what they need uh, in order for this relationship to develop in the right way. And then at that point, when they marry you, then it's a match. It's a soulmate, right? It's a match. Uh, and the product um, is something that you'll have to continue to, to keep supporting them through or keep reminding them how to use it or keep whatever, whatever you're selling. There is that, like, once you marry them, you got to keep them moment. You know, a lot of us don't keep doing what we did. You know what I'm talking You know I'm talking you know who I'm yeah. talking to, uh, where you don't keep doing the work after you've uh, got somebody married. After that, you just ignore them. You're like, okay, well, you bought. I'm fine. On to the next, right? Uh, but you have to kind of stay engaged in the marriage because you want them to keep loving your product. You want them to share it with other people. Uh, you want them to become a partner in your business. And so you being able to like really marry that sale, like you can think of your sales process as a marriage, right? Like you are marching them to of marriage. And in the end, you'll produce lots and lots of new babies, right? Because you'll have so many other clients coming from them. You'll have so many other opportunities coming from them. Uh, but it is a partnership in the end. If you can think of your clients in that way and uh, really court them, right? And really get to know them in that process, then the likelihood of them being lifers, kind of like Marilyn's a lifer for in the mink life motivation world, right? As we dated, we figured out what each other needed, right? And then in the process, once, once we got married, it didn't stop there. No, 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 no. We kept getting the trenches, making sure that we were adjusting and tweaking our relationship so that it continued continuously always worked for both of us because it has to be mutually beneficial. Uh, and so, and now, you know, two years later, she's still here, still like going strong, still the mink life groupie that she is because we dated each other really strongly. Anyway, that was a really long answer and I'm sorry, I was supposed to keep moving on and I did not. Uh, so with that, I am going to move us along uh, to stay inspired. So in this process of sales, I know as an entrepreneur, we have all had those times where we sucked and it's okay. We're gonna give you space right now to I am so-and-so and I'm an entrepreneur and I sucked at this particular part of my sales process. Uh, in what way has sales been a problem for you in the past and how did you overcome it? Uh, and we'll start with Marilyn this time. Um, I think the first one for me is uh, always been, I don't wanna be a pushy salesperson. I, I hate them. I don't want to be like that. And so I tend to do way too much the opposite. I tend to, you know, I tend to court them and, and uh, get them out on dates too long and not necessarily tell them what I'm up about. And so I have to think before I make calls or think before I have appointments. And 
uh, you know, be ready to just explain what it is I do and how I help people and if they are interested or others might be interested. Um, so getting the word out, uh, like Monica was talking about earlier, people knowing what you do is very important. Um, I have um, I have two businesses and one of them, well, they both require picking up the phone, but one requires it more than the other. And, and it was like the... Uh, my coach said, just do 200 calls in a row and then you will be fine with it. And that's sort of true, but not true. If you haven't picked up the phone in a while, you always have that hesitation. And so I, I make it a game and I say, I'm going for no. And when you go for no, you're looking for that no. And so you're a little more direct. You're a little more, uh, um, you know, purposeful with your words because you're looking to get a final answer whether they're interested to move forward or not, depending upon whatever step of the sales process you are. Um, and what you what you find is you show up differently. And when I show up differently, people say yes more. So it's it's like, dang, I'm going for no's. I want no's. So why are you saying yes? And so it is <laughs> it's it's fun. there is a book go for no uh, it's a great story uh but you know it puts it your framework and your mindset is so important uh to how you move forward and if you're focused on the sale and you're forgetting the relationship guess what you are going to get no's if you're focusing on the relationship and what's right for the individual and you're asking the right questions you still may get a no but you know more about that person and what their needs are, and maybe you can help them with something else later on. Yes, go for no. I love it. Okay, um, Arlen, what about you? Uh, how has uh, sales been a problem for you, and how did you overcome it? You know, I was so excited about so many different products. Being a serial entrepreneur, my wife and kids are always, and even friends, when I'd go out to the military to my one weekend a month, two weeks out of the year, Arlen, what are you selling this week? Or what are you selling this week? <laughs> you know, but I was always under the impression that everybody needed to be my customer or a client. And that's never the case. You know, you don't have one product that goes to everybody and everybody. So, you know, you're just... Uh, chasing everybody thinking, hey, you, you guys need to see what I'm so excited about this week. And they go, no, before you even say anything, because we've seen you go after so many different things. But to me, this was an education. And like um, Marilyn was just saying, mine is a little bit different. Mine is say yes to less. And if I can say yes to less unqualified prospects, I'm going to mm -hmm. do that. I'm going to say yes to less people who are going to just take so much time and never really do anything because the 80-20 rule is totally appropriate in most every business is 80% of the work's done by 20% of the people. I want to find those 20% of the people who I can give the right tools to and the right motivation to or to connect them with the right trainers so that they have all the best uh, tools that they need to, to make themselves successful. I, I hope that I'm that uh, type of a mentor to them as well, because I, I think all those other opportunities of to, to be self-employed and to be um, a network marketer. And now, uh, basically, I've been invited into several companies at the C-suite level to advise them and kind of give them the, the guy on the grounds look at what's working and what's not. 
I've seen some remarkable changes just because of that education. So with me saying yes to less, I feel like I'm a lot more focused on who I approach. And it's okay to, like Marilyn says, to get those no's. But when you get a solid yes from those type of people, you know that there's a commitment level there that's going to just skyrocket your business or just help build your network out so that you have um, a lot more opportunity to work with incredible people like that. Oh, yeah. You know, that you guys basically gave like the perfect recipe, right? If you narrow down to the 20% of people, right, like niche down, they always say niche down. That's what that means. That means like, don't, if you go out and you're like at a networking event and you say, anybody or everybody who has skin can use my product, uh, you are lying. <laughs> you are lying. Yes, they can use your product, but they are not your customer. And the reason why they're not your customer is because um, they need to have money in order to buy your product. Uh, they need to have a need for the product that you are. There are so many things, right? And so um, I, I think I was as guilty as anybody else who did not niche down enough, right, to specifically talk to the one person who really needs this, right? And I think once I started saying, you know what, um, I can help any business, brick or mortar service, it, it, my product can do that. But who I am more interested in talking to are thought leaders, change makers, coaches, and experts in four areas, life, business, branding, or networking. Then my conversations became that 20% instead of the 80%, right? And then I was able to say, use uh, Marilyn's kind of concept of like, all right, well, this isn't for everybody. And I'm only looking for the ones who this is for. And no, I want you to tell me no so that we can move on. And I can just be like, put you in the friend zone. You're in the friend zone. You're cool people. We don't have to be in business together, right? Uh, and then I can move on to... Um, to really focusing on servicing and reaching out to other people who really need what we offer, which is, um, you know, those solopreneurs who are in their business and they're working it by themselves and they feel alone in it and they want to throw their computer across the room every single day because they can't figure out how to just make it over the hump. Uh, those are the people that I get excited to work with. So those are the people that I'm going to focus on, even though there are a lot of thought leaders, but they may not be in that place of frustration. And those are the ones that I want to work with. And so once I got down to that part, then it really happened. Look at our co-host on the couch coming in talking about <laughs> love it. Say yes to less and no uh, and go for no. Yes. And then you niche down uh, and get it going. Uh, thank you, Kirsten, Elaine, Martin, for chiming in uh, <laughs> and uh, putting your uh, your information in the chat. Keep it coming. We want to keep it coming in that way. Um, so uh, you just got some really amazing insights there. Hopefully you've taken notes. Uh, we're going to keep this party going and we're going to talk about networking. So here at Mink Life Motivation, when we say networking, it does not mean you become a card dealer and you start shoveling your crap to everyone. What it means is, is for you to think about how you can come from a place of contribution and how someone can contribute to your life as well. So the question today is, who should you ask for help when you are trying to be more consistent in sales? And we're going to start with Marilyn this time. Who should you ask for help? Well, I, um, I enjoy talking to my customers and the people, clients uh, that I pursue with coaching and ask them for feedback. So 
um, I reach out to my regular customers for my direct sales business and, um, you know, check in with them on a regular basis, ask how they're doing, you know, how frequently do they want me to stay in touch, that type of stuff. Um, and then the same with the clients, you know, if they said no, then great. Was there something particular that you could share with me as to why, what, you know, and help me improve along the process? People love to help. So asking anybody, and I do have a few um, women's groups that I belong to more for social networking, not business networking. And so I'll talk to them and get feedback. What are your thoughts about this? This is what I'm going out and, and talking to women about. Um, you know, you're a woman, how do you respond to that? So friends and immediate, um, you know, people close to me that I trust their inputs. Yeah, Arlen, well, who should we ask for help when we're trying to be more consistent in our sales? Well, you know, that's, that's such a great question because sometimes you just, the mojo is gone, you know, and you <laughs> do need time to recharge yourself, you know, and the consistency that comes from um, the wins that you get again, how do you category, how do you see the little wins and just go, I'm moving in the right direction. You know, I need to consistently move in this direction. Uh, I was thinking about uh, a couple of things. What if the paycheck wasn't really the end goal? You know, if, if you are fortunate enough to be at a position in life where everything that you do is because you're building a relationship. I have one friend that was probably my very first boy buddy. And I, I call him up whenever I think about him. I just call him up and say, hey, bud, I was thinking about you today. I just wanted to reach out and say hello. And he goes, you know, it's funny, you always call when I'm thinking about you. But you always <laughs> call me. And I said, well, you, you, you can call me. The, the phone works both ways. That's okay. But, you know, it, to me, that means I am part of that relationship that at least he was thinking about me. You know, there's some goofy thing that probably popped him up because he knows I'm crazy. But um, <laughs> when, when you feel that vibe and there, there's something in your head and your heart saying you really need to call that person. It's not just for your win or your paycheck. It's because of that thread that's kept you together all this time. And so to me, that consistent listening to the voice in your heart and your mind saying, just do this, even if it's not adding to the bottom line, you need to follow these things. So again, the, the internal promptings is a lot of how I stay consistent. That, that's a great point. And, you know, I, I I have a saying, I have lots of sayings. One of the sayings that I have is never do anything money you wouldn't do for free, right? And if you are staying, if you are in your business and you are selling your goods and services or your products from a place of, I would tell anybody and everybody about this anyway, right? Then you, then it does become more about that relationship and less about the paycheck, right? And that authenticity does come forward uh, on the other side, they feel like you're so genuine and that you really care about them. Uh, and then they reciprocate that as well. And they want you to do well and they want to give you your money. Right. <laughs> and, and, it, and it becomes this mutually beneficial relationship. I love that. Um, I would say so. I'm going to I am not the AI person. Right. I am not a person who's like um, consult AI because uh, I think there's a lot of usage of AI that sucks. But recently, and when you say but, that means negating everything in front. So it's, and recently um, I started asking AI, what is this? And putting in sales copy. What, what is this product? 
and putting in my sales copy. And if the AI can't figure out what it is, guess what? Nobody else can either. <laughs> That's a great idea. No one else can either. <laughs> it's like, what it what what is this? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I might need to clarify my language a little. I need to strengthen my communication about this product. Cause like I'm clearly, I'm not clearly communicating what why this is necessary, right? Like what is the cure, what is this cure or what is what does this help? Um, in, in having the AI uh, kind of chat, but also uh, kind of asking people who asking, you know, young people or children or someone who isn't the target demographic for this, what it is sometimes can also be a, a, another cheater way to do that and realize that sometimes we think we get so caught up in our jargon, right? Like, especially when we're in circles of sales of the same type of thing, we get so hell bent on our jargon that there's a whole other community of people who don't use those words, who don't speak that way and who don't understand what the heck you're talking about. Uh, so, um, you are actually missing the communication factor altogether about what it is, right? So if I'm like, yeah, I I have a, a social emotional learning platform that helps people do this, that, or the other. And they're like, so what do you do? <laughs> it's because I didn't say, well, I help people get shit done. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's as simple as it needs to be. So really asking people what, like, you know, talking to people about what you do and then when they have that question mark, don't think, oh, well, you just don't get it. Think like, oh, I don't get it, right? I didn't get it. I didn't get it right. I didn't clarify enough or I didn't have the simple enough words uh, to be able to get, get my point across. So that's why I say ask. Ask AI and children. That's my, that's my final <laughs> answer. And I think that's one of the reasons why Go For No works for me is it forces me to be more direct with my communication. And, you know, get, you know, get rid of all the fluff, you know, and um, the salesy stuff and just mm -hmm. tell it like it is. And, and I think that's why it brings out more of a success in me is that um, I'm not beating around the bush. I'm being specific. People don't know what you have to offer. People don't know what the benefit is to them. And so uh, they want you to tell them specifically. So how is this going to help me if yeah. I do this? then what am I, how am I going to feel? What am I going to look like? Um, and, and then the best thing is, is that you give them the first benefit of that, but then what is the second benefit? And that's really more of, um, after you've done this, you're looking good. How are you going to feel? Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel confident. I'm going to feel, you know, I'm going to walk into a room and know I shine, you know, whatever yeah. that second thing is. It's like, I'm losing weight to fit into this, To I'm losing weight to get healthy, but I'm also losing it because I need to get into this dress to go to my daughter's wedding, you know? <laughs> so, so there's always, you know, more than one reason why somebody wants to do something. And it's uh, the questioning that allows you to find those things. And Absolutely. How it. Absolutely. Uh, but we're, I'm going to just add this little piece and then we'll move on. But uh, uh, Daniel McCrane, who uh, is my succession coach, helping me kind of retire. Right. He says, ask people, what did you want? What did you get? What, what did you want? What did you need? And what did you get? Um, and in that process, you can also kind of extract some of that. Right. Uh, what they want is not always necessarily what they need. <laughs> right. Uh, we all, we all want something, but it's not necessarily what we need, right? Um, 
And it's not always what we get when we buy something. So if you're asking those questions, what did you want? What did you need? And what did you get? Um, you are hitting all of the needs at one time, right? So if what you wanted was to fit into that dress, but what you needed is to get healthy uh, and the product doesn't serve you <laughs> in, in the way to get into that dress and get you healthy, uh, then it is not a good product. So uh, those just, you know, top of mind, those questions. Okay, so we're gonna do our lightning round and it's really about giving that one final tip. So what's your final tip for maximizing your business by focusing on sales? Uh, and we'll go back to Marilyn this round. Uh, and Marilyn, what is your final tip? I think the thing is, is just, uh, you know, realize that sales is, ne it's necessary. I don't know of any business that can be successful without doing some kind of selling and your marketing is selling. So everything you do. And so it has to be a priority in your workflow. So what are you doing and how are you making uh, the sales process simpler, more natural so that you do it repetitively without thinking? And, you know, I have a friend that goes into any, she can go into the bathroom and she'll start talking to somebody and build a relationship. <laughs> and I'm like, leave me alone, you know? <laughs> so, you know, she, but it's just a habit for her. It's, it's natural for her to want to know and meet people and talk to them and get to know them and have, ha you know, have a great day, whatever it is. So, um, so the thing is, is embrace it, embrace sales. It's not ugly. It's fun. You have to find the way to make it fun. Perfect. Uh, Arlen. Yeah. What a, what a great question. It's powerful because so many people, I, I've always liked to, to ask the joke. Um, what if everybody that was in sales took the day off, what would happen? Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing because sales is done at so many different levels you just don't realize it but to me too um if you have a hang up with making yourself a salesperson just call yourself a connector i'm connecting people and products with what they need and want and i'm just that connection in the middle but having enough people obviously to you know fill your sales funnel uh, having some consistent tools out there to uh, network correctly and to um, be able to message people, you know, when you think about them, uh, you come across a product or a service that you remembered from the last networking meeting, you know, be that kind of a true friend that you give as many or more referrals than they give you. And you're always going to have a, a ton of business because that, that those, uh, the law of abundance and all the other, the law of attraction, all those other things that I've uh, just so enjoyed in my life. I've, I've been so blessed that a lot of times when people, love the company or love this, the opportunity, they go, yeah, but I'm, you know, my circumstance and situation. I said, would you do this if money weren't an issue? What if I were to sponsor you for a full year? I want to make you an affiliate. I want to put you into business because the opportunity to go is now your ground floor opportunity on these several businesses. I'm happy to sponsor you. If you want to pay me back later, great. If not, no big deal, but focus on, you know, being that connector, and uh, every opportunity that you can to build a relationship, do it. That translates to sales later. Yes. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to say it. Don't be afraid to ask. Uh, don't be afraid to ask anyone, everyone who fits the, the criteria of needing what you offer 
Um, sometimes we get so scared to ask people to come and play with us. But when we were kids, if someone had the same, the right color shoes, you were like, hey, you want to play tag? And we did it. So like, just go back into that like childlike place of like, you're just asking someone to play with you. You're just asking someone to engage with you. Uh, and the worst they can say is no, right? Uh, and no's never hurt anyone. Uh, so just go ahead and don't be afraid to ask. Uh, so that is our show. Such a great show. We had so much fun today. Um, Arlen and Marilyn, you guys have brought so much knowledge. Uh, but we need everybody to know how to get in touch with you so that they can keep playing in your world. So we're going to start with Marilyn first. Marilyn, how can people continue to play with you? How do they like what's next for you? Just give us your announcement. Yeah. So. I'm a life navigation specialist. I'm a life coach for another word. I'm a business coach. So right now I am uh, recently launched a Supermom 101 program and it uh, is focused on helping moms and, and dads if they wanna participate, fast track their parenting skills so that they can have the confidence that they're grooming and growing a, a responsible, happy adult people. And so if you're interested to learn more about that, let's connect and chat. And you can reach me at marilyn-robinson.com to schedule time. And I look forward to chatting with you. Love it. Arlen, what's, what's going on in your world? Well, so many things. I really have a three-prong approach right now. All of them are ground floor level. Two of them uh, provide incredible business tools to network within the communities that I represent at Be Connected and the NoCard app. It's a web app that helps you uh, organize uh, your, your networking and your mobile, your mobile access to uh, clients, um, sharing media files on the go. You know, we, we live on our phones. Our business is on our phone. And through the NoCard app, you have the ability to to just translate almost every opportunity to uh, to to be a prospect, but uh, I love the the Live Good uh, company right now. They've adopted the membership model, and like Amazon Prime and Costco, uh, but they're paying you on that membership, and they have incredible products. So I just invite everybody to book some time with me on my calendly.com/slash Arlen Denny and uh, come chat with me in my uh, meeting room for 20 minutes and we'll figure out if it's a good fit for you. And, but either way, I'll give you a couple free business tools that will help you explode the type of work you do and I'll be happy for your massive success. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, if you wanna hang out with me, uh, feel free to connect with me at monicamhenderson.com. Also, very soon, uh, if you missed my comedy debut, uh, we will be dropping the, uh, the video for you to go and uh, check out very soon. Uh, so you want to go to MonicaMHenderson.com and subscribe to my newsletter because as soon as that's ready to drop, you'll be the first to know. Uh, so excited for that motivational comedy. That is what I'm doing. Uh, in this retirement age, it's it's exciting. Uh, but uh, there are so many other things that are happening in our community for the Mink Life, um, our Mingle community. Uh, one of the things is that uh, we are having this live show every week, two times a week, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And we want you to join the conversation. So 
put it on your calendar because if it ain't on your calendar, it doesn't count. And and, and tune in to this show every single week. Or uh, if you're on the go and you don't, you know, Monica, I don't really have the time. I can't sit and watch it live. Guess what? We are all the places that you can get a podcast. So you go to your regular podcasting place, like, I don't know, Spotify, and check out Mink Life Motivation Live. And you can listen to all the past episodes and a new episode, our, our new episodes are dropping every single week. So uh, don't forget to subscribe there. Uh, this has been a fantastic show with me. But if you enjoy this with me moderating, guess what? Our resident badass, Peggy McCartha, will be helping you build your brand next week on the very next show. And we are so excited to have that happen. That's what's happening in our world every single week. We are supporting you here uh, with bringing new awesome people like Marilyn and Arlen. Thank you both so much for being a part of this experience with me uh, and coming forth and chatting with everyone. We will see you all next week or actually tomorrow, tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you.